This is the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast, episode... Hey, welcome back to the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast. I am your host, Bruce Irving, here with another great episode with another pizza entrepreneur. This episode we have for you today is an interesting one. It's with someone who started a pizza boat in the Virgin Islands. Yes, that's right. They have a food truck that's, well, it's not a food truck. It's a pizza boat, but it's like a food truck that they operate in the Virgin Islands. And it's a great story, great, unique story. I talked to Tara, who is the co-owner of the boat. We talk about how she got started, what made her come up with the idea for a pizza boat in the tropical islands, which I think is a dream for everybody. That would be somebody's dream of living on a tropical island, doing what you do now, but in a tropical environment would be fantastic. So I got her on the show. It was actually a referral by somebody else who was on the show. Kyle and Sarah from Paul Patina Pizza said he worked down there when he first started, and he was like, hey, this, you know, you should talk to these people. They have a pizza boat in the Virgin Islands, and they serve pizza to the beachgoers and other people on the island, and they serve it from the boat. And I said, you know, that's a pretty unique story. So I reached out to Tara. She came on the show, shared her great story. They also have to do a few interesting things with marketing because it's a place where people go to vacation. So it's not necessarily always the same people like you have now. You have your regular customers. There's not too many regular customers that live there. It's all people who are boaters or vacationers. So they have to always keep their name in the news and on social media. So they do use Facebook a lot. They use Instagram a lot. We talk about what they do with that to help get the word out and uh, spread the word of what they're doing and how they do it. All right, before I get into today's podcast episode, thanks to our sponsor, Pizza Phone System. If you've ever lost your phone system on a Friday night or Saturday night, you know how frustrating that can be. The Pizza Phone System has a cell tower backup, so that will never happen again. You'll never have downloads again. You'll never have your online ordering system go down at your busiest time and lose thousands of dollars. So go check those guys out over at pizzaphonesystem.com. Also, we've been rocking out with this SPM marketing platform, a lot of info, a lot of inquiries, and we've definitely worked with some great people in the last few months, seeing some tremendous results. Uh, We have a few zip codes that are already taken, but if you're interested in taking your marketing to the next level, if you've ever tried to do Facebook advertising or Instagram or email marketing, or try to have a great website that people just give you their email address super easily, but you've never been able to figure it out, we can definitely help you with that. We've grown people's email lists to 100, 200 emails plus a week over the course of the time that we've worked with them. We're getting a lot of interaction with our Facebook advertising and our Instagram marketing. And along with that, we do a really good job of figuring out an email marketing strategy for you and help you implement that for future. Now, listen, it's only one zip code per one shop per zip code. We don't work with multiple pizzerias in one area. We want to work with one specific pizzeria per zip code, help them grow, be partners with them in that growth. And, you know, no conflict of interest there. But we are selling out quickly. There has been a lot of inquiries in zip code. So if you're interested in getting your zip code, we're going to work in your zip code with you. So if you want to work with the best, go over to smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash zip. You can get a little bit more information and sign up to see if your zip code is even available. Okay, that's going to do it for it for housekeeping. Thank you guys so much. Don't forget Tuesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern time. We, we team up with PMQ Magazine, have our live show. Uh, I know it's the end of the year, 2016, but 2017, we have a ton of great interviews lined up over there. Uh, so just head over to pizza, uh, smartpizzamarketing.com. You can find all the information for those live shows. All right, let's just get into this episode number 107 with Tara 
from Pizza Pie. All right. Tara from Pizza Pie, who has a pizza boat in the Virgin Islands, which I think is a dream of anybody in the pizza business, has actually taken that dream and made it a reality. So, Tara, thank you so much for coming on and talking to us about what you're doing down there. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about your background because, you know, maybe someone who's listening right now isn't familiar with what you're doing. So give us a brief, you know, update of what you're doing right now and kind of how you got to where you are. Yeah. So right now we are operating a um, basically a food truck on the water. It's a pizza boat. We do takeaway service only. We don't do any dine in. Um, And we, my husband and I, Sasha is his name. Um, we built this boat over about two and a half year period. We were actually living on board the boat as we were building it. Um, and previous to that, we had been working on um, big luxury catamarans, doing kind of week-long dream vacation tours for different couples. And it was one of those jobs that was too good to ever leave, but we knew we owned a family of our own. And the only way out was to create something equally awesome and exciting. So that's how we came up with Pizza Pie. How are you, where are you originally from? I'm originally from Indiana. Okay. Um, people say, Indiana, that's nowhere near any ocean. And I like to say, no, no, it's equidistant to all oceans. <laughs> Dead center of the U.S., right? Dead center of the U.S., yep. Um, grew up about four hours from Chicago. Um, so my husband is actually from Manhattan. Um, and he and I met down here in the islands. I was teaching scuba diving. He was teaching sailing. And um, when we met, we decided to join the charter industry. Um, that was back in 2007. Um, yeah, and I guess the rest is history. End up getting married, having a baby, doing a pizza boat. It's all good. <laughs> Living the dream, right? Yeah, exactly. What, why pizza? How did you get into the pizza part of it? Um, well, like I mentioned, my husband's from Manhattan. Um, and he swore up and down he could not get a decent slice here in the Virgin Islands. Um, so that was kind of you know, part of the reason we did pizza. Another part of the pizza um, decision was that we knew we wanted to do basically a food truck on the water, some sort of food boat. Um, and pizza has the advantage of most all of the ingredients can either be stored at room temperature or in a freezer. You know, save the um, different produce, peppers, and... Uh, mushrooms, those things, but like your stock ingredients for pizza are either room temperature or freezer for long-term storage. Um, And that worked nicely with us because as we're starting up and even in our third season, some days we sell 20 pizzas, some days the busiest day ever so far is 91 pizzas. And we need to quickly scale, um, you know, so as not to waste too much, we need to be able to prep on the fly and scale quickly. So how does it work? What what exactly is the business model? Do you have do you dock somewhere, or does someone rent you out, or how does that work? No, um, we anchor in a bay. We're in the same bay every day, um, and we're open for lunch and dinner service. We're open for service eleven a.m. to six p.m. Um, and people just come out on their boats and either tie up to us and wait for their pizzas that way, or anchor in the bay, and we have a small inflatable dinghy that we then deliver to boats in the bay. That's so cool. Yeah. How did you come up with this idea? You just wanted to, why not just a, like a small place on the beach or something? Why a pizza boat? Well, um, beaches are tough here. You pretty much need to be a millionaire to start something on the beach. Okay. Um, rent is ridiculously expensive if you go into a space already developed on a beach and to, 
start your own thing on a deserted beach it's not yet developed it's millions um we didn't have the budget for that but we because of our previous boating experience we knew boats really well and there was actually this one bay that we're actually located in now it's called christmas cove and we used to go to that cove with our charter guests and also when we're off charter just to hang out because the sunsets are spectacular and it's just a nice chill area and we sitting in that bay would often say oh my gosh like this is such a perfect spot the only problem is there's no food so that's kind of where we came up with the idea of a food boat to solve our own problem at the time which was I didn't want to make dinner but we were <laughs> um, and so yeah we kind of solved our own problem by creating this floating food truck. And what what gave you the, I don't know if I can say this right, but, well, you know, obviously that's a big risk. You're in a, you're in a different place. You're not, you guys aren't from that location. What gave you the, um, I don't know how to say it, but the knowledge that you would be okay doing that? Like, that's a big risk, isn't it? It's a huge risk. I think that we were young and naive. Honestly, uh, looking back, it's one of those like, holy crap, no one ever thought we were nuts. Um, but I guess we were young enough that we kind of figured if it doesn't work, fine, we'll just sell the boat to somebody else. Um, boats are super mobile. If it didn't work here, we could always try and take it to Florida or try to find a new location where it might work. Um, and actually, we built the boat over in the British Virgin Islands, and we applied to you know, do the pizza boat over on that side of the Virgin Islands. Um, and we were denied a trade license because we're not belongers. They said that they just weren't interested in foreigners doing that sort of work there. Um, so our first location was actually denied. That's how we end up in the U.S. Virgin Islands. We're both U.S. citizens. Um, and so, yeah, it, it's been a great fit so far. Has there ever been a time where you were kind of scared that it wasn't going to work out or, you know, things weren't going the way you wanted it to? I would say something happens every season and I throw my hands up and I say, okay, I'm just going to sell it. I want to be done. This isn't working. Um, but we always, we always work it out. Last season, actually, we kind of had a run in with, um, our local DPNR. That's kind of the enforcement side of some of the licensing here, like the legal licensing. They came out and gave us a hard time and, um, shut us down for a few months but I went into the office and I have worked for about six months now to get us back up and running again. And it's just because I'm doing something different. I'm kind of having to pave the way and I, I'm doing it right. I'm doing it all by the books. Legit. We've always, you know, been health inspected. We have all of our trade licensing, our business licensing. Um, but just because we are inventing a new industry, there's always going to be another little something. Yeah. That's how it always works. You know, if you're starting off something, it's new, everybody's kind of, uh, risk averse nowadays they always want to make sure that every i is dotted and t is crossed before they let you do anything so if you're the first person to do anything you're going to get the most flack for it yes absolutely and we we expect it to some level but after you know a few years of getting hit with the same silly stuff it's like uh, right. it's never going to end i'm just going to give up or i'm going to sell let somebody else lead the charge but then again we have 90 percent of the knowledge that nobody else really has so it's kind of up to us to continue leading the charge until the government is fully on our side, fully understands the industry and our business we're trying to create um, so that someone else could follow in our footsteps. Does it get e easier every year? Yes, absolutely. The first year I was a chef and deckhand in the beginning because I couldn't really afford to hire anyone else. Um, and then the second year, 
I uh, actually during our first season I got pregnant um, and which was somewhat intentional it just happened sooner than we thought so then our second season I hired a full crew of girls that I then managed and this third season I actually have a general manager that's now managing all the girls on the boat so every year we're growing fast enough that I can continue hiring people to make my workload a little bit lighter yep is Um, it the same people every year or do you have to find new people every year um, the working, I'd say the working population, especially in the, um, the customer service food industry, it's really transient down here. So a lot of people are only here for four months or a season. Um, but I'm lucky I had half of my crew from our second season to third season now return. So there's always new crew training going on, Yeah. Uh, but I have pretty good return. 50% is definitely respectable down here. Yeah, especially since you're a destination location. Right, right. What is it like to live there full year? What is it like to move somewhere totally different than where you've lived your whole life and, you know, start a new business and you're basically a, starting life over in a new location? Yeah, um, but I started life here 10 years ago. So okay. Um, I guess that was a nice thing, starting up a brand new restaurant. I already know all the food wholesalers because I had been chefing on board charter yachts. Um, so I already know the food game in the islands here. Um, it was, you know, moving from the British Virgin Islands to the U.S., that was even a change. Um, just new friends, new people, new um, competition, I guess, because of the new industry, leaving boats and going more into the restaurant industry. Right. Um, but the nice thing about the food boat is I don't really have any direct competitors. I have friends in the restaurant industry who don't see me as competition because I, I only cater to boaters. Well, they they only cater to people on land. So, you know, the population that I am targeting, nobody else really is targeting. And so, you know, it's kind of a non-competition, except right. for on TripAdvisor. We're all competing on TripAdvisor. Now, let me ask you that, because that's a good point. You know, you say, because I, I imagine that all of your customers are different every year. You, you, yeah. you, may, you may have a few that come back year after year and know you, but... It's probably an education process to teach what you do and how you do it to the new customers that try to find you. Absolutely. Uh, We have a lot of customers who call and say, hey, could you deliver a pizza over to the Western in St. John? Well, for me, by boat, that's about 40 minutes through a really rough channel um, in a 12-foot dinghy. The girl would be soaked. The pizza would be soaked. Nobody would be happy. So I have to – there's a lot of education. I go to the concierge in different hotels and say, hey – this is who we are. This is how you get our pizza. This is what to tell the tourists, how to interact with us. Um, but at this point, we've been around long enough that a lot of the concierge know about us, at least. Um, so they can kind of help direct tourists as far as, oh, no, you can't just call them for a delivery. Um, you have to go there. Right. I imagine a lot of people come for you for the experience and the, and the novelty of it and the pizza as well, not just the pizza. I would say probably... In the beginning, it was 50-50. A lot of people came to us for the novelty and were shocked that the pizza was good. <laughs> and then their review, their honest reviews on TripAdvisor saying, you know, we went there because we had kids and they were excited about pizza and I thought it was going to be awful. And then I tasted it and it was fantastic. Um, I think that has now helped other tourists say, okay, it's not just the novelty of getting food from a boat. It's actually a decent lunch stop. Where did you learn how to make pizza? I went to a pizza school in um, New York called Pizza School of New York. Okay. Um, and they 
it's kind of a crash course on classic New York style pizza as far as the dough, the sauce, in and out of the oven, everything that way. They call it hand pie coordination. Yep. Um, and it's also a crash course on kind of the basics of running a restaurant. Okay, so they taught you the basics of accounting, uh, yep. team management. How your food costs, how to, you know, what your percentages of food costs versus labor costs, operational costs, what those should be, how to price your pizza so that you're making money. Right. Um, and it was pretty funny. I told them I was going to charge $20 for a 16-inch cheese pizza, and they looked at me like I was completely nuts. And then we went through the math of how much – you know, I'd be spending on cheese and flour and everything, and they looked at me like, oh, my gosh, you really can't go any lower than that on the price of cheese pizza, can you? I said, no, no not really. Yeah, so what do you charge for a cheese pizza? Is it $20? $20 for a 16-inch cheese pizza. And that's probably the usual price for a – because you're a vacation destination, right? Yeah, we're a vacation destination, um, especially with people on boats. They've already rented a boat to get out to us for the day, so – you know, they're not, you know, you know, spending money is not the worst thing in the world. Um, but even on land, I'm pretty competitive on my pricing. If you look at pizza places on shore in St. Thomas or St. John, it's very similar. I think they probably charge dollars $18, $19 for cheese pizza. So it's not like I'm gouging people because they're on the water. Now, is there great pizza where you are on land, or is there not such a good selection of quality pizza? I have my favorite places on land, but honestly, since I've been making my own pizza, I go back to those places and I'm like, you know, I do better. Um, there's a really good place. Um, it's called Pie Hole on the other end of St. Thomas in an area called Frenchtown, and they have a nice, um, really good Neapolitan-style pizza, something yep. I don't have the oven to make that style of pizza, so I really appreciate that about them. How do you cook your pizza on the boat? Is there? Do you have a pizza oven, or do you just use a regular convention oven? We have a um, Baker's Pride brick line pizza oven. It's a countertop model, so I can do four pies at a time. Wow! Um, we make. People are always surprised when they see our galley. The whole galley is about twelve by twelve feet. Oh, it's pretty small, um, but we have a twenty quart Hobart mixer. We make all of our doughs. We make all of our sauces on board. Um, we have a Good size, um, two good size refrigerators, a deep freezer. Um, so you know everything is made there, stored there, things done there. That's awesome. Let's talk yeah. about a little, little bit of Facebook because you have a lot of followers on Facebook. Are how did you grow your following? Because you've only been doing it for two years. We talked about before the interview started on Facebook. What do you? What's your strategy when it comes to using social media to let people know what you do? Um, I don't know that I really have much of a strategy. I've done a lot of. Um, trying to link in with other bloggers has always helped. Uh, there are a lot of people living on boats, cruising around who blog. Yeah. Uh, I hired a girl because she's looking for some money. Um, I hired her to work on board Pizza Pie, and she helped teach me just kind of the basics of, um, you know, always tagging other businesses, um, figuring out when your audience is on Facebook and posting at the right time of day to reach those people. Mm-hmm. Um, Weekends I still find are pretty hit or miss, but it's basically when people are on their way to work, home, going home from work, or that like afternoon lag time where they wish they weren't at work and they want to surf Facebook and find something. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, so it's a lot of it's just timing, and then also content. I try to rotate my content. So some's about food, some of it's about um, marine life, some is about the girls working on board. It's kind of like everyday life on board pie. 
um, someone's boating stuff so that we're not just putting out the same information all the time. Yeah, I think people make a mistake of going one way or the other. It's all food all the time or no food none of the time. Right. And funny enough, there's so much going on on board pie. I have to kind of scroll back through our photos, especially on Instagram, and kind of say, okay, you know, what have we posted a lot of recently? Okay, I haven't, I don't see a pizza in the top 15 past posts. I should definitely put some pizza back in there. Right. You want people to see a little bit of what you do. Right. Absolutely. I want, I want them to see all the different sides of our business. And are you primarily using fo- Facebook and Instagram right now? Um, Yep, I use Facebook, Instagram, and funny enough, the girls that work for me, I'm 33, the girls who work for me are in their mid-20s, and they all love Snapchat, and all last season, they're hounding me to start a Snapchat account, I was like, I think that's for sexting, I don't want to, oh God, you're so old, Um, so I've given them permission to start a Snapchat account for us, and it's going to be kind of along the lines of, you know, don't tell Mama Pie we have a Snapchat account, but this is what we actually do on the boat all day when she's not here. Huh, so kind of like a behind-the-scenes. Yeah, kind of a behind-the-scenes storyline about what it's really like to work on board Pie. Right, right. Um, and hopefully, you know, reaching a younger audience that way. Um, and something a little bit different. You know, I am the primary voice on Instagram and Facebook, and I'd like a slightly different younger voice on Snapchat, so I figured that that was a nice storyline. Um, that would give a, a more youthful look at the job. Is it? Uh, do you have an active account right now, or is that something you're starting soon? Do you have an active account right now? Yep. What's the name of it? I believe it's Pizza Pie. I'm again not super familiar with Snapchat. Okay. Yeah. Uh, girls have they are doing it, but I believe yeah, we're just Pizza Pi. I think she just wants in on the interview. She can, um, she can join us. You got a special guest there. We can have two guests on at once. We've done that before. Uh, so this special guest is my daughter Fiona. She just Fiona. turned. She actually goes out to the boat with me. Anytime I go out, she comes along. That probably brings like a special crowd too. Yeah, and it's funny because, so we were talking earlier about kind of marketing to customers and educating customers. I kind of, I see it as having two customer bases. One base are the captains who um, drive the boats for these day trips. They need to know about me. They need to know how to interact with me, how to raft up because they are the salesmen on that boat who will suggest to the guests where to go, where to stop. Um, what's fun, what's cool. And so if they like pizza pie, um, chances are they can talk their guests into stopping by for lunch or dinner. Um, So first customer base is always the captains. And so I have a good email list with them. I let them know what's going on with us, um, when we have specials coming up. I also have a loyalty card. I call it the captain's card. For every 10 pizzas a captain sells, you know, for his guests, uh, he gets either a free pizza or a free T-shirt. From That's pizza smart. pie. That's smart. Yeah. So that you know, I there are some other places that just pay captains cash for stopping by their bar, which I think is crazy. I'm not sure that really um, develops loyalty, but whatever. Um, so the captains need to know about us, and then they kind of educate the guests. Also, TripAdvisor educates guests. Right. Do you use Yelp? Does you find Yelp you work at all, or just TripAdvisor is the more the more Yelp the bigger not- one for you? down here i have a yelp account um not real active a lot of people down here are just on TripAdvisor. huh and what about instagram stories are you using instagram stories at all i'm trying to figure that out um instagram stories now facebook has stories and i kind of feel like snapchat was the original you know story site 
Yes. So now that we're on Snapchat, I feel less obligated to start a stories. To me, it just feels like one more account to keep up with. Right. We, I was talking a lot about Snapchat over the last few months uh, before stories came out and before um, the whole Instagram Live thing. They've been doing a lot of updates lately. And I, I think Insta- uh, Snapchat is great for exactly what you're going to do with it. You know, show people behind the scenes. It's a little yeah. bit more raw, not necessarily as polished as Instagram or Facebook. You can give a little bit more humor and a little bit more yeah. of your quirky side if you do have one on Snapchat. And it's okay for that. Yeah, and that is actually taking me a lot of time to wrap my head around. Because the girls just take these random pictures. They're not filtered. They're not even – I mean, they're nice-looking pictures, but they're not the quality that I'm trying to shoot for. Right. And the girls like, no, that's fine. That's what Snapchat's for. I'm like, okay. Yeah, it totally is. Yeah, because I was the same way as you. You know, I'm a little bit older, too. I'm 30, 37. And okay. my – you know – I do a marketing show and we have clients that we work with with marketing. And I said, Hey, we gotta get, I gotta get on Snapchat to start figuring this out. Cause I think it's going to be a, and my wife looked at me with a raised eyebrow and was like, yeah, it's exactly what you thought. What are you doing on there? That's you can't go on there. You can't go on there. Yeah. Don't that's you. not appropriate. Um, but I so think yeah. you're, you're going to, I think that this is going to be cool. And I think that you have a unique angle is where you're not a regular pizza shop. So, you know, all these regular pizza shops who are on Snapchat showing similar things, everybody can see the same kind of thing. But yours is going to be unique. I'm excited to see that and follow along. Yeah. Um, I am excited to follow along as well because, like I said, <laughs> I, you know, I'm letting the girls do it. And we have kind of talked about, you know, what's out of bounds, what's in bounds, you know, what you can do, what you can't do. Right. Um, and they know that I do look at it. I don't look at it every day. So if you ever see anything on there that's kind of questionable, please let me know. <laughs> we will do. And I'll link it up in the show notes for this episode too. And anybody else can, who's listening to this right now wants to go kind of see what it looks behind the scenes like of running a pizza boat. They can get, definitely go check that out. I think that's going to be fun. Hey, uh, Tara, I don't want to take too much of your time. I know you're busy. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to join us, share your story. It was great talking to you. And I'm excited to kind of watch what you guys do in the future. Fantastic. Thank you, Bruce, for um, for finding us, for getting in touch. Yeah, thanks so much. So give out your website so anybody who's listening can kind of maybe go check you guys out. Um, our website is just pizza-pi.com. Um, but the more active way to find us is Facebook. And that's, um, I'm and that's looking at it right pizza now, pizza P-I-V-I, right? So facebook.com forward slash pizza P-I-V-I. Go check them out, definitely. Tara, thanks so much for joining me. Thank you, Bruce. Have a good one. You too. All right, I just want to say thanks to Tara for joining me. As you can see, she had a little guest with her on the show, and you know we're busy professionals. It's not always a great time for us to do these interviews with uh, these certain entrepreneurs, so sometimes you have to do them when you can do them. So she had a guest on. She just had a child, and you know she had her on the show. So we had two guests today. So I hope you enjoyed that episode with Tara. I hope you got some great information out of it or just enjoyed listening to her story. Uh, maybe that's something you want to do in the future when you either try to, quotation marks, retire or move on from your business once you've had enough of it. Maybe you can look into teaming up with Tara down there in the Virgin Islands and starting your own pizza boat. (laughs) I thought that was a great idea. All right, thank you to Thrive by Granberry Solutions too. I get questions all the time about what point of sale system I should look into or get. And there's always the, um, you have to have a mixture of, is it effective? Does it have great features? And is it cost effective as well? And Thrive by Granberry Point of Sale is probably the best one that I've found that has all three of those included. It has tablets, it has desktops, it has a great price point, and it has a lot of functionality that you can use in your restaurant when it comes to delivering or online ordering or 
rewards, marketing, and customer loyalty programs it has built into it. So you should definitely go check out Granberry Solutions Thrive Point of Sale for specific for pizza restaurants. You can check it out at granberryrs.com over there with those guys. Thank you so much to them. If you're looking to team up with some other local, or not necessarily local, but who other, uh, people who are in the business, running businesses, trying to figure out who and what they should be doing in marketing and you know what is working right now for other entrepreneurs, you should definitely check out our mastermind group. You can go to smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash mastermind. These are people who are hands-on type of people. Uh, you, the people who want to learn how what to do and how to do it, and then they actually go and take action. So you have to be an action taker. You have to be willing to participate in these groups and contribute. It's not a place where you're just going to go listen, take away all the information, and then go run with it. You can definitely do that, but you are going to be asked to contribute. You're going to be part of the team and part of building each other's businesses up. If that's something that you sounds like something you want to do, you should definitely check out our mastermind group. You can find more information over at smartpizzamarketing.com forward slash mastermind. Okay, thank you so much for listening to the show, Smart Pizza Marketing. We've been doing it for almost two years now, and it wouldn't be possible if without you listening to the show, giving me your feedback, sending me your emails, asking me your questions. If you do have a question, my email address is bruce at smartpizzamarketing.com. Um, I asked, I think it was last week's show or the show before last, I said, hey, listen, send me your Facebook page. We'll take a look at it and then send you back some pointers. And I got flooded with people who sent me in their Facebook pages. So if you want to do a better job marketing on Facebook and you're having a little bit of trouble, email us your Facebook page link. We'll take a look at it and give you one or two pointers of things that we think you could do better on there. Or maybe you're doing a great job already and we just say, hey, spend a little money doing it. So we'll give you some advice on that. Uh, Bruce at smartpizzamarketing.com is the place to send that. Come say hello to me on Twitter. I am at Irving Media. On Instagram, picking up the Instagram game here for the Smart Pizza Marketing Podcast over there with Instagram stories, doing some Instagram lives. Also, we're going to be doing some a lot of posting over there. So I am at Smart Pizza Marketing on Instagram. And as always on Snapchat, a little behind the scenes of what's going on over here at the Smart Pizza Marketing Show. Uh, I am at Smart Pizza Tips on Snapchat. Okay, one final ask before we go. Can you give me a review on iTunes? Really help us grow the show. The first thing that people do when we ask them to come on the show and share their stories, and these are people who could be you know, two locations to 20 locations. They go look us up online. They check out the reviews on iTunes. They listen to the show. They go to the website. So the more reviews and interaction I have from you, the better it looks for the guests that we try to get on in the future. So if you could leave me a review on iTunes, that would really help me out a lot. It takes two seconds. If you go to the website, smartpizzamarketing.com, there's a little button down the bottom that says podcast reviews. Just hit that. brings you right to iTunes. Just leave me a quick review, and that would really help us out. Okay, that's really it. We'll see you guys Tuesday night and next week on the show. Have a great week. See ya.